Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show today is already 8-18-2020. It is a Wednesday. Are we on Wednesday? I got to like check this out. It's been so busy. No, we're on Tuesday only. <laughs> okay, here we are. We're on Tuesday. But um, wow, yesterday was the beginning of the week. Jeez, I was so busy yesterday. I, I was so exhausted when I fell asleep. And it was like two days, but that's okay. Life is good. But I was talking to someone last week, and they were not feeling good. They were upset at themselves because they were upset at their their dating someone. They live in different states, and so all they really have is talking and withhold the whole COVID thing and traveling and all of that and work and all these different schedules to play with. They haven't seen each other in quite some time. So she says to me, well, I'm okay. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You're already okay. You're not going to be okay. You're okay. What's going on? And she was upset at something he said. But she wouldn't tell him she was being the upset, what I call <laughs> the upset martyr. Right, you're upset, but you don't tell anybody. You're holding it for everybody, and I'm like, ah, that's not that's not cool. Because when you're upset and you don't tell anybody, what is that energy like? It's like mum's the word. No one's talking, and then anything the person says, you you kind of attack them in a way because you are upset. So I said, you know, to begin with, you are lying to someone you want to be with. Oh, I'm not lying. I said, no, you are lying. It's not that you're upset and you're holding on to it, but you're hurt. And you're hurt and you are not talking about it. You are not saying, hey, that hurt my feelings. Because if you could just say that, Then the other person has a clue. And a lot of times when people came to me and said, I I may have hurt their feelings. Most of the time it was because I pointed out a truth. I've learned not to do that as much. I wait. I ask permission now. I do a lot of safeties before I get there. But I said, you're lying. You just took a whole week out of both of your lives. I don't lie. I didn't lie. They said, no, no, you did. You didn't tell the truth. And on top of it, you're mad at him for not guessing. 
not figuring it out. Offer your argument an outlet. So if you're walking around mad, upset, hurt, whatever it is, and you're not sharing, imagine someone doing that to you and you're sitting there trying to figure out, well, what did I do? A lot of times a person doesn't even know. Like I didn't know. And I remember being blindsided, like, wow, that hurt your feelings? Now I know, now, years later, that that truth was maybe something that they were in denial over or they were upset about or they thought they were trying to hide and didn't succeed at. But life is too short to be hiding stuff at this point. Sometimes just saying, you know what, that hurt my feelings. And because of that, I really didn't know how to approach it. Sometimes I just feel like it's it's mean when someone says that. Or I try to figure out why the person said that and I get all up in my head. But when you say that, the other person has something to work with. Conflict will show up at some point, whether you're at a job, whether you, you run into someone who's, who's not really um, doing what you asked them to do, and let's say you hired them, and you got to deal with that, now you got to babysit, and instead of hiring them to help alleviate some of the issues that you are having, now you have more issues because you have to deal with an entire person's subset of whatever they came in with. Or it's your kid and you don't want to, you know, stifle the communication because you feel like, wow, I got us to communicate and now I have this issue. Well, if you have an issue you can't talk about, then the communication still needs to grow into a place where you can freely talk about. But how do we do that? An argument is a way, is an opportunity of relationship building. It challenges the relationship, and then it tells you how important this relationship is to you. Did you ever have where something wasn't worth the argument? That tells you a lot. I ran into it the other day, literally the other day, when in a group setting, Someone who knows my work was cutting up people who put up positive posts. And I knew it was directed at me. I know the person semi-well. It's the second time something like that's happened. The the time before that, I I can't remember what I said even. I know it was something about um, the beginning of the whole COVID thing. And I got a, I hate it when people... Now, I was the only other person who said that in the whole room, say, and then literally said what I said. And at first I thought, oh, that was random, but kind of weird. But the second time it happened, now I'm getting cut up for my post. So I thought, okay, this is like the little um, mole in my house. Maybe not in anybody else's house, but I do know enough to know that people's behavior is not special for me. So 
So second time it happens, and I, I hear it, and then I go, I don't even want to deal with that. Why, why do I care? That's their opinion. I'm not invested yet. I don't know this person that well. I don't need to prove to someone that I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm already happy. Even with everything that's going on with illness and life and death and I'm working myself to the to the bone just keeping it all going. But I'm happy. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you say, do I or don't I? This is where you're at that fork in the road and you say, if I can't repave this one with love, let it go. I've got enough to deal with. I don't need to prove anything. Not because I'm so smart and so great. I don't have the time. Not only do I not have the time, but I feel like at my age, this is the beauty of age, I have earned the right to say no to myself. I've earned that right. Because negative begets negative and positive begets positive. But what am I going to say to someone who cuts up positive posts? Instead of me trying to prove that that's okay, how about I say things like, wow, they don't like positive posts? Maybe not my circle. Or even to cut it up to me. That takes another kind of issue into play. Because now planting seeds, right? What will it be next time? Because two strikes, we're on two strikes right now. So I just let it go. It's not my war. Someone closer to this person who may get this behavior more frequently, it will be their war. But it's not my war. Five little things about arguments, about winning an argument. But it's a game if you do that. And there is no game based on truth. I don't need to manipulate the argument to get my way. But where it says know the facts, I don't need to know the facts of the argument. I need to know how I feel about myself. Because whatever I react to is going to be the difference between me bringing that argument into my world or releasing it into the world. Because that argument travels with that person. And they're going to have it with somebody at some point. Do I want to participate? These are questions to ask ourselves when we find ourselves in a place where our blood wants to boil and maybe pop out of our heads, it happens once in a while to anybody. But it's really cool when we can reel ourselves in and say, oh, this is a pending argument. Do I know the facts? Can I stay on point? Can I stay calm and be soft? Can I not attack this person and not play dirty? Do they make me mad? Because instead of saying, do they make me mad enough for me to have this argument, 
ask yourself why they make it. It makes, they make. The situation is a place where you are so upset that you want to go on the attack and let them know that this is not okay. There's so many ways to look at arguments that we only know one, and that's anger. Every movie, every time there's an argument, we're going to show someone how mad we are. My bigger question to that is why do you need to do that? Why do you need to do that? Because that says more about you than it'll ever say about anybody. There's ways to stop arguments. And sometimes the real argument is the one you need to have in your own head. So when you do find yourself reacting to someone, and I just went through this, I had to say to myself, let me think about that. Because it buys us time. One of the biggest problems in an argument is we talk first and think later. But just like we can do that, we can also retrain our brain to think first and talk later. But don't just be silent and walk away because then the person gets confused. They're like, well, hmm, let me see. I'm really upset. I know I upset them and they just walked away. Are they discounting this argument? Is that going to make me more upset? Am I going to go after them? But just say, you know what? Something's not right, but I don't know what it is yet. How many times have you been upset or you've had a reaction and you're like, God, why did I react like that? So just say, let me think about it. You know, you may be right. This works because it shows a willingness to compromise. You know, you may be right. I don't even know that yet. I need to think about it. I know I'm slow. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. And I'm so sorry that I cannot catch up this fast. But give me time. The reason this is important, let me think about it. You may be right. I understand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you and I are facing this together, but give me time. The reason that's important, the reason that's important is the person can trust you now to think things through, and that in itself diffuses the argument. But the reason that's even more important is that It allows the relationship to say, okay, we disagree here. Let's put that over here. But you can still have dinner together and clean up. And and if they say, you know what, that's something that I don't think we've resolved yet, but we'll get there. doesn't mean our relationship ends or, you know, my kids will never listen to me again or whatever it is that we're so scared of happening. It lets the relationship know it's an ongoing, living, breathing partnership that will go on forever 
if we understand where to put our disagreements and how to deal with them. Those are all outlets to arguments. Those are all paths that say, hey, I get that this, you know, is a crossroads. Like, we really don't know what to do. I want to argue with you, but I don't know what to argue about right now. And then when you do talk, stay on point. Don't start saying, and when you did this two years ago, when you did this five years ago, and you're still holding on to all this stuff, that scares the heck out of the other person. And someone I've known for 14, 15 years. And when I couldn't return their calls because I was having these issues with this illness in the beginning, and I couldn't keep up, instead of them thinking that, hey, you know, there's something going on there, which I said when they finally did get me on the phone, they gave me an earful. I don't listen. I'm not there. I don't pick up the phone. I'm ghosting them. I'm doing, and, I, and I just learned the term ghosting, and it was a whole laundry list of stuff. And I said, holy cow, I didn't know you had all that in you in in all this time. I don't even know what to do with that. That's a lot that you put on me because I'm taking care of someone that's sick. And I just don't have the bandwidth. And now, not only am I doing that, but now I have someone who's mentally breaking which is a different kind of sick that you have to deal with. So instead of it putting less pressure on me and supporting me at a time when I really needed it, it put more pressure and pulled out the support, gave me something to feel bad about on top of everything. So now I'm taking care of them and feeling like I'm neglecting others. Was that okay? Probably not. Were they hurt? Yes. It would have helped if they just said, I miss you. I miss you. I know you're busy. I know this isn't fun. But once that got thrown at me, and then they persisted to call, I knew that if I picked up, I would probably hear something that would definitely take me down, emotionally make me feel bad. And then I felt like if I picked up, I would be proving that I wasn't that person that was too busy for them. And I couldn't do it because I did not want to reinforce that behavior towards me. And because I was so busy, I had to say, hey, you know what? I I can't do this right now to myself. The argument with myself, I had to say, let me think about that. Let me step back. They may be right. I do understand why. And I'm super sorry that they felt that way. But what did I do to provoke that? 
was that always there and because I was always available that I just didn't see that? And then I had to think about it and I said, yeah, there were little glimpses of it here and there. Every time things would get good or every time things would be fine or we had something to celebrate, that's when they pulled back and got super insecure and kept acting or feeling like they were being left out of the equation. But I didn't do anything to provoke that. That was them. Why didn't the other person in the group feel that or the other person? Why them? What does somebody else bring to this argument, conflict? And did they, were they the ones who who created the conflict? But all that comes into play when you say, let me think about that. The one thing we do a lot is we try to solve everything in five minutes or less, sometimes in one minute or less. Sometimes we just brush the other person off. But to anybody on the face of this earth, you can say, let me think about that. You may be right. I can see where you're coming from. And I'm sorry. I can't say that enough. Because it offers you space. It offers you that time it takes to separate their stuff from your stuff. Just like the original couple who I told her you were lying to him you were hurt and you kept saying you weren't and they knew that you were but they didn't know why so they kept saying are you sure are you sure so the whole week is playing cat and mouse was it worth it well let me tell you what happened so she goes back after we have this conversation and she says you know what, I was really just hurt. How could we talk all the time and you cannot see or you have not learned this about me? Well, you got to tell people, hey, this is important to me. Otherwise, they don't know. People are busy. People have their own stuff. And without directions, you can't put a table together. So we do need direction. It's just emotional direction. The minute she said, well, you know what? I did lie to you. It it wasn't an outward lie, but I did not tell you the truth about how I felt. Two, three days ago, this really hurt my feelings. I know you didn't know it. I didn't want to blame you, but because of my own stuff, because of my own fears, because of what I think I want back from this relationship, I felt really bad. I felt like I was maybe going in the wrong direction. Well, once he knew that, he was like, oh, my gosh. No! I'm sorry that you felt that way. I understand that. And in the way you think and in the way your mind is working right now, You were right from your point of view because you felt 
Like, hey, I did not hear from him in a couple days. Something must be wrong. So now I know that if I just touch base, you know I'm still here and I still care because we are in a relationship. And then they had the best talk they ever had, just about how they feel about life, what they would want, why they want it, why they're even together, why they're trying to make this work. these are the kinds of things that we just, you know, can deal with when our anger is in the early stage of the disagreement. Because that's when all the trouble that will happen in a disagreement happens. It happens right away. And then usually... The other half of the argument is trying to fix what we did in those first few minutes of us being mad, that automatic reaction that wants to put the person down and knock them to the ground. And it's so not fair, not only to the other person, but to you too, because now you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And Liam writes, I believe different people have different attitudes towards argument. Some people shut down during arguments as a child, perhaps, and they grew up to be afraid of arguments and avoided at all costs. Others learned growing up that an argument led to a resolution and aren't afraid of arguments. Different people have totally different feelings towards arguments, and it's important to know that if you're someone seeking a resolution. The most important thing about that, Liam, Are you seeking a resolution? There are other ways than just shutting down or throwing up. There's that in-between where our intellect is allowed to be involved and is invited to the party. I know people who love arguments because it brings out their feelings. It's the only way they can get to them is when they're screaming at each other. And then they're like, ah, it's like a pattern. What I'm offering today is another way to look at disagreements, conflicts, and arguments. Because when we blow up at each other, we've already blown up inside. We're just finding ourselves somebody to participate so we can get it out. Which is why sometimes we get disproportionately mad at another person. Where the other person's like, wow, I didn't know I, I, I brought all that out. Just say nothing and walk away. Just literally nothing. Not like, hey, I need to think about this. It's not usually the best option either. Because then the other person feels like they're being punished. They don't know if you're returning later. But hey, I need a time out right now. Let me think about this. You know what? I love you. Don't want to hurt our relationship. I want to take a minute because I'm not actually sure what just happened here. I had a man who was 
married for 46 years who after a while will, you know, once his wife gets a little quiet and he'll say something like, are we having a fight? And she'll say, well, not yet. I got to figure out what I'm mad at first. And when you take that kind of objectivity and then you're able to go on to the next thing, you know that that argument is only about that particular behavior and the rest of life is okay. As we evolve, we need new ways to think out of the box when we communicate with other people. You guys, I know I'm, I'm very aware of the fact that it's Tuesday. I will see you tomorrow on Wednesday, Relationship Wednesday, and have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.